For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to The Range on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. It is now officially summer, and we are ready to rev up the engines on our favorite driving machines and approaching vehicles and dune buggies. No, we aren't talking about a cruise down the highway. We're talking about driving up and down the fairways through our summer of golf. And the golf shaft is the engine that can take your club from a jalopy to a finely tuned machine. Today we are talking shafts with a man who knows the ins and outs of one of the finest composite makers in the industry as Fujikura's product marketing manager Austin Tudor joins us on the range. Austin, thanks for joining me. Ralph, thanks for having me, man. It's always a privilege to, to hang out for a little bit. It's been a while, especially since the whole COVID situation and, you know, last time you were in, we were talking Matori X, so excited to get back on the horn with you. Well, exactly, but we'll start with the basics. Uh, most people don't realize that the shaft is really right there with the club head as being the most integral part of a club's performance. It absolutely is, yeah. You know, a lot of people refer to it as either like the transmission or the motor um, of, of a car, right? So it's it's where a lot of the power is both stored and then put out. So we always think of it as the most important part because we are a, a, a shaft manufacturer, um, but we, we really want to make sure that we're also enhancing the performance and maximizing the performance of the club heads of these, of these OEMs, you know, the new Sims, the TS uh, line from Titleist, the, the Callaway Maverick, all, all of those, you know, um, are great partners of ours. And we work with them closely to, uh, to make sure that our products are coming out um, in such a way that, again, we're maximizing those club heads as well. You know, you take the information that they're sharing with their club head and its responsiveness, and you can really dial up the performance based off of the characteristics of that club matching to certain shafts. Well, and even further to that point, Ralph, you know, we're always, um, we have we have 600 great partners around the United States and the globe for that matter, um, that really are kind of the marshals of that, right? So they are in charge of maximizing your swing the club head, the shaft, heck, even the grip to make sure that you're getting the tightest dispersion possible, the most distance possible, um, and just having fun and enjoying the game. I mean, that's what we're, what we're doing here. You know, we're, we always kind of joke around, say we make adult toys, and that's exactly what these are. You know, we, we, are, um, we are in the business of, of maximizing performance for the golfer and, and making sure everybody's having a good time. Well, let's jump in the Wayback Machine to when Fujikura first got started because you came to the U.S. 25 years ago, but you started well before that. Yeah, and even before we were making graphite shafts, we've been a rubber company for since the early 1900s. So we then became, um, well, we, we were Fujikura rubber for a long time. And in 1974, we introduced a composite side and we started making golf shafts in that side. Um, one of the earlier, obviously, uh, players in, in the business just in Japan alone. Yeah, and then a, a few years later in 1995, 
we, uh, we came over to the States to support a lot of the OEM business because we recognized that need and we could have kind of boots on the ground, if you will, here in the States to, uh, to better serve our customers and get, get projects done more efficiently and make sure that we were getting everything we could out of, out of the performance for, uh, for our OEM partners as well. And that's, that's kind of when Speeder came around. Um, you know, 757 is, is the year, the model, and then the weight. So in, in 1997, that's when Speeder came around. And that was kind of the golf industry's breakout into uh, premium shaft offerings. And that was the, the highest price tag out there because it had all these different materials and, and this new smooth bin, bin profile that's been copied and replicated and duplicated over, over the last 25 years, um, not just by us, but, but, but other brands as well, because it was kind of that, that unicorn for a long time. And we saw so many people adapting into it. I just think back to the, to starting as an OEM shaft partner and how that really probably taught everyone making the shafts, how to work things to, to fit a different club differently. And suddenly it happens where, Oh wow, we can do our own aftermarket product that's going to allow people to hit whatever club they want and still get the performance from our product. Exactly. And we were, we were dabbling a little bit in that before all of this, but coming over here and, and having those relationships, we kind of saw that there was a need, especially on the uh, PGA tour to uh, start getting some of these guys out of steel um, and start getting some lighter weight products out there that could again, maximize that performance, even in those tiny little 260, 300 CC heads. Building shafts by hand has long been considered an art form, but now you can use technology to maximize performance and consistency. Yeah, so we're actually, we still hand roll, um, and 99% of all shaft companies still hand roll. Uh, where we take it, our strategic advantage is our proprietary shaft design program that we can all do through a 3D simula simulation Basically what we do is uh, a shaft is made of 1168 millimeters. And within each one of those millimeters, we can design um, to the exact specifications that we need for the output of the performance attributes we're trying to create. So if we want a low launch or a low spin, does that make sense? It does make sense, but I don't think people you know, hearing this may not realize really what you're talking about is for every inch of length of the club, you can determine what goes inside the diameter of the club to determine how it performs. Exactly. And it's not even an inch, it's a millimeter. I mean, it is so minuscule. I've seen the spreadsheets and there's, you know, there's three different measurements. I won't get into too much detail because we, we don't want to roll it back too far, but um, we are able to, at each millimeter, put the performance in, um, understand how concentricity works, to make sure these things are extremely uniform and con concentricity, meaning without any kind of issues on the outside or the inside, completely round um, or as perfect as we possibly can. And that goes all the way down to even the mandrels that we're using, which are the steel tubes. Uh, if you were to look one and just hold it uh, in your hand, you're not going to see that there's so many manipulations within that mandrel. Uh, that allow for different materials to be placed in or taken out, um, you know, like our metal composite technology, where we can, uh, within that mandrel, kind of create like a little truncated section to add that uh, either steel or a copper or nickel uh, to help manipulate either a balance point or add some stiffness or some stability in a certain section. 
there's just there's tons we can do um, from a from a graphite and composite side of things that that steel just simply can't replicate. And I think you know you're a testament of this now um, after going to Club Champion through your your pro iron fitting um, and understanding how great our iron shafts actually are. Well, it's it's funny because I was just going to mention to to the audience I did go through a club fitting at Club Champion last fall. And uh, people can see all the results of that uh, at thegallspotlight.com. I Absolutely. break down all the club results. Um, but the result was composite iron shafts. And that leads us into a question one of our listeners had submitted via Instagram. Uh, Kevin in Northern California asked, why would anyone want graphite or composite shafts in their irons or wedges? Yeah, so we always say that, um, that, that steel is isometric. And isometric meaning... If you change one part in, in this section or the hand, you know, the handle section or the tip section, um, inevitably something else has to change with it. Well, with graphite, because we are using different layers of materials, different types of materials, different weights, um, different uh, clocking, all of these things come together to where we can basically infinitely make an infinite different types of, of, uh, of graphite iron shafts. So we're able to change stiffness. Let's say we want to make an ultra stiff tip iron shaft. We can either add extremely stiff materials in that, in that tip section or add more layers. Or if we want to add more weight to it, you know, we add more resin content with heavier, denser fibers. Um, or let's say we want to make a really, really lightweight shaft like our Vista Pro 40R3. You know, we can, we can do all of these things um, in, in graphite iron shafts, you know, we can, like I said, we can make a 50 or 40 R3 all the way up to 150 tour spec X that, you know, some of the fastest swingers in the world can keep up with. It's just amazing to me because what it ultimately means is that if you go and get a proper fit, there's going to be a shaft that's going to fit your swing. And thus, it doesn't matter really how good you are. It's going to improve your game because it's just going to work with you. And a lot of things might work against you. Yeah, and it's it's been designed to do so, right? So that's why we offer all of the all the different models and flexes and weights that we do, so that our fitters, like guys at Club Champion, are able to dial in your exact performance for what you need. And you know, I, I'm uh, just a quick story on my iron set. I have chosen to take the three, four, and five iron um, and play the Tour Spec 95X in in those uh, three irons, and then take the six through pitching wedge and play the Tour Spec 115. Where I felt like, you know, if I was getting a little slower or I needed some help with those long irons, uh, maintaining my speed to, uh, to improve or maintain my uh, distance gaps between those irons, I was finding that that was helping me a little bit there. So it's not like you have to just, it's, it's not just a, a, a you know, a one, a one lead length to just take care of every, every solution. So just my, my whole thing is I urge people to talk to their fitters, you know, give them everything they need to know about uh, what's going on in their swing. Mm -hmm. um, and then listen, most importantly, and don't, uh, don't judge that it's graphite because in this office right here, we have uh, 23 people and of those are 12, 12 golfers. And within that uh, 10 of those, I would say are under a six to seven handicap. And we're all playing these Fujikura pro iron shafts um, because Obviously, we work for the company, but we we've tried. You know, we've either played steel or or we've tried something different. But we understand that our graphite iron shafts are maximizing our performance, and we've done so much due diligence and so much work 
to make sure that the performance is going to be there for every golfer, no matter weight, no matter flex. People just don't realize that these are not what graphite shafts might have been 15 or 20 years ago. They're not just for, for the senior set or for a lighter weight club. It, it really is designed for better performance now. And just as I had said, it's, you know, we've got, we've got a lot of high speed players here. Uh, you know, Marshall Thompson very well. He's got a ton of speed um, and our iron shafts can absolutely hold up to if, if, if not beat him at times, you know, because of the stiffness that are, that's uh, that's uh, that those are uh, composed of. So, it's definitely one of my favorite topics to talk about because I think it's something that a lot of golfers just haven't experienced yet or are unwilling to experience that need to experience. And you yourself, you know, you went from steel to graphite and I mean, I'm going to kind of twist this back on you. Tell me about your experience from, from your club champion fitting and tell the, you know, tell the listeners as well. Well, uh, the biggest thing for me with, with the irons was you get a new set of irons and you, you, you can relate to this. Everyone can. You get a new set of irons and you just want to kill these new things. And you just want to dominate the course. Well, that didn't work quite well with these clubs because the shaft is so light. And it, and it is, it is the, uh, the, the pro iron shaft. Mm-hmm. But the shaft is so light that I, all I have to do is let the club do the work with, the, with these clubs and you can feel the club head a lot more with the shaft and it is still strong, but you let the club do the work and suddenly your easy swings are just taking off. And, Absolutely. and the performance thus, you know, around the greens was great because I'm not trying to kill the ball. I'm not hammering it every time and over swinging because I know that actually, if I do overswing, it's really going to hurt me. Um, and, and that was, Shocking. I mean, the overall thing, and, I, and I've told this before uh, in my talk with Nick Sherburn from Club Champion, the most amazing part was you go through a fitting and you think I've got one golf swing and you may have one golf swing, but your mindset with hitting a metal wood, your mindset hitting a hybrid, your mindset hitting an iron is different. Absolutely. And that's where the fitting came in. I attack my hybrids. Like when I hit my hybrids, <laughs> I just attack them. I swing a lot more aggressively. I have a lot of confidence. And as such, I'm in the pro 2.0, mm-hmm. which feels so stiff, so firm. And yet, so, so to me, it doesn't even match with the irons, but it matches my swing. And therefore I'm getting the performance because that's how I hit those clubs. For sure. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the, again, the beauty of, of graphite is we're able to create so many different types of profiles. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if you are a more of a, a smooth transition, smooth loader, there's an option, you know, in, in our either Atmos red tour spec or um, even our, just our standard pro 2.0 and maybe a, a lighter version. But if, if you are more of one of those aggressive loaders, we, we have options for that as well. So yeah, that's that, like I said, that's kind of the beauty of, of graphite. I talked with Nick about the first time I did a driver fitting that I was abysmal. I, I, I mean, I might've had two or three good swings in an hour session hitting balls. Um, and yet he was able to go and apply that to specs that had been made over the years. And it actually went back to, yeah, I was fit to a, a speeder one. I mean, it, it was an old shaft that right. you guys had to, you know, probably pull out of the archives, Right, but it fit my profile and sure enough, even though I could barely swing that day, 
the club that came out of it was a fantastic performing driver. So, I mean, I've seen that. What's interesting is people, again, may not realize this, although when you think about it, it's logical, that you don't just make a shaft. You you have shafts that are built for specific purposes. You have shafts that are built for hybrids. You have shafts that are built for woods. You have shafts that are built for irons and wedges. And then even within that, we have shaft lines, right? So we have our Ventus mm-hmm. line. We have our Matori X line. And then within Ventus, we even have a red, a blue, and a black profile. And those are all strategically made different to where we can offer different launch profiles and launch, uh, launch and spin profiles um, to accommodate either, you know, a driver or a three wood or a five wood. Um, and we see a lot of mix and max- matching there. You know, there's some guys that'll play the Ventus black in their, in their driver. They'll play a Ventus blue in their three wood and then a Ventus red in their five wood because each one of those, uh, each one of those clubs has a specific goal in the player's head, right? So if the five wood is that kind of five fairway finder uh, with a high launch, I just need to put it in the fairway. Um, it stays out in front of me. A Ventus red might be a good option for that guy uh, or Ventus blue kind of a mid, mid low launch. Maybe you're not attacking greens, but you're also trying to find fairways with that. The, and really going into it, the, the the beauty of the whole Ventus line is the fact that we we are still looking to um, find better performance out of some of these new prototypes that we're making that actually beats the center face contact that we're finding with Ventus. And this is a new discovery that we've come up with within the last couple of months um, since we've been back in the office. And uh, it, it's kind of been a, a revolutionary game changer here for, for Fujikura. Um, I know it's been great for my game. I, I have it the Ventus Blue in my three wood. And I absolutely love that thing. I know where I'm going to hit it. I don't have to worry about losing it left or right. Um, and I can also manipulate it if I need to, you know, I can hit that cut. I can hit that high draw. It, it, it's, it's really incredible with just within that one product line alone, what we're able to do. Well, I remember when it came out, I had recently been down and visited y'all and um, had been fitted for uh, the Speeder Evo 5 driver. Shaft. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is perfect. It was performing fantastic. I had done a, a feature on the golf spotlight, really comparing its performance to, to stock shafts. And it was fantastic. And I was feeling great. And I go to the PGA show and you're introducing Ventus and I'm like, yeah, I don't, that's, that's, <laughs> that's great. But this, I've already got the great shaft that fits me. And as it turned out when I did my fitting this past fall, yeah, the Ventus still outperformed it because sometimes the technology is just that great that it fits such a wide swath of players. And I mean, that's kind of what's happened with this Ventus is it's just taken the the golf industry by storm because of its applicability to almost everybody. And 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 multiple clubs in the bag too. That's yeah. kind of the beauty of it. You know, we what we did is we looked at. Um, not only PGA tour players, and we didn't just receive their feedback. We also kind of dove into the champions tour and the LPGA tour, because if you really think about it, that's kind of where the majority of actual golfers, that's their swing speeds. You know, they match up with more of an LPGA tour player mm-hmm. or a champions tour player. You know, the average dif- distance out on those tours is like two, 225 to 240. So it really makes more sense to, for us to look at those and then, you know, kind of beef up and, and uh, get the feedback from the PGA tour player as well. So kind of starting at that foundation, I think is a lot of the reason we've had so much success with this product. I think about the Ventus, how, how long do you think that was in development before it came out in early 2019? 
Yeah, it was a little bef uh, before me, but I would say, I think we were at least two years or 18 months uh, in development on that product. And that's just the R&D side of things. That's not actually bringing it to market and all of that. So it's, uh, it's been, it's been a, just a, like I said, a revolutionary product for us. And I'm, I'm excited for the future because you're going to see more things to come um, just from these Ventus learnings and how we can only make this better for golfers, right? And, and is that really based off of the Velo Core technology? That is that what drives kind of maybe some of the future innovation? I keep using the word revolutionary a lot, but it was kind of revolutionary putting this multi-material bias core where we have pitch 70 ton and then 40 ton uh, materials, carbon fibers in, in, this, um, in this layup. So what we did is we just took everything that we've learned uh, from Enzo and we haven't really gotten into Enzo yet, but Enzo is kind of what we call our MRI for the golf shaft. We're, we're able to see every single thing that the club, the club head, the shaft and the player are doing, not only just at the time, of, at the moment of impact, um, but we can start from address all the way through transition and through impact. So we know what the shaft's doing, if it's drooping, if it's lagging. Um, and we call it Enzo because Enzo in Japanese means a perfect circle, right? So it's, it's the time to create your, your most enhanced time uh, and well-being. So we, we kind of took all of what we know from Enzo and then applied it into Ventus and understood that, hey, this VeloCore technology is really something here. We've got something, you know, having this ultra stiff tip, we're not seeing deflection. Um, and we're finding that more, more golfers through multitudes of tests are having uh, improved on center face contact, which we all know that maintains ball speed, right? So the further you go out towards the toe or the heel, you start uh, e either seeing uh, loss or increase of spin, uh, launch changes. Uh, and we wanted to make sure that we were maximizing the center face contact. So if we could bring you know, think of like a, a heat map. If we could bring that in and just make it smaller and smaller, that was the whole goal. And obviously it's it's done pretty well for us. Well, and I, I mean, I think back to, you know, I'm talking way back now when the React shaft came out with the R7 uh, part of, with TaylorMade, that the whole concept, as I recall, was really kind of wrapping the shaft in something that was less flexible to just make it more consistent. And I mean, that's really, you're trying to get power and everything with all your shafts, but to have that consistency is really what it all comes down to. Yeah. I mean, we, there's, there's only 14 fairways out there and we want to make sure you're hitting as many of them as you can, you know, we want to maximize that, but it's also about maintaining that distance as well. So it's not only dispersion that works so well with Velocore and Ventus, it's, it's also maintaining that ball speed so that you're keeping an average distance because the last thing we want to see and anybody that's been on a track man or any type of launch monitor, we all know about those ellipses and the tighter the ellipses and the further out the ellipses, the better. We, this isn't about home run derby. You know what I mean? Right. It's about maintaining and keeping distance, uh, tightening that dispersion so that we don't have these giant ellipses because that means you're hitting either left rough, right rough, out of bounds, out of play. So again, with Ventus, if we can just stay on center face contact, that's that's exactly what our goal was, and that was the foundation. I'm imagining as new shafts are coming to light within the office. Yeah, that you talk about those of you that that you know are are serious about your game. That this shaft comes in, and you're immediately running into the Enzo studio to see. Well, let me see how this performs for me. 
I oh, mean, well, like, like, like everybody is just like almost like queuing <laughs> up, waiting to get their chance to to try this new shaft. Ralph, so much so that I had to put a scheduling uh, system in, not only for internal employees, but for for outside guys to come in and and try our new products, our prototypes as well. Yeah, we're we we have it to where you can go in, select a time, and and that's your time slot. Because we're also excited, you know, when when Alex D, our, our vice uh, president of, of of the company in R and D. When he says, hey, I think I got something. Well, we all want to, you know, we're all ready to jump on it. We're all asking Marshall or John Hovis, uh, hey, what, you know, is, is that new proto built yet? So it's, uh, we're all kids in a candy store when it comes to golf equipment. That's why we do what we do. And that's why you do what you do, right? I mean, yeah. we're all excited about it. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I need to now schedule my appointment to come and visit <laughs> to try this out. We'll get you, <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll definitely get you on the uh, the login. We, we might have to do a golf spotlight video just on the process, not even on the shaft yet, because it's not officially out there. Just <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Well, that's kind of the cool thing about our player testing is what we'll do is um, we'll take you know, some competitive products or we'll take uh, some of our current inline products uh, that are similar weights and flexes and, and kind of put them in a, in a knockout drag out with, um, with these prototypes. And so we can better understand, Hey, what, Hey, what is, what is our current product like a Ventus or a Matori X doing? Um, because we're always wanting to know more about our products. So we can throw that out to the tour guys so that they understand it better. Um, so that they can relay that to the, the tour OEMs, you know. Um, but so what we do is we, we we paint everything black, so nobody knows what's going on uh, with any of them. It has A, B, C, D, E, um, and we just hide. We, we basically make a blind study out of it, right? So mm -hmm. just hey, just hit this and tell me what you feel, because we also want to know uh, the feel perception. Yes, performance is absolutely key, but if you can't, if feel isn't there as well. It's, you know, it's kind of a, on a fulcrum, you know, you kind of have to have that strategic balance within, within those two, two words. You talk about working with the OEMs and I think about working on tour. There is no Fujikura truck. You literally have to partner with everybody to get your shafts into play. And that is its own process. And then you have a wrap out on tour that's just kind of touching base with people. And if somebody's curious about a shaft, makes sure to facilitate them getting it in their hands to try in the range. It's, it's interesting. Um, I went out uh, for my, with a little backstory. So I worked at Titleist for about seven and a half years. I had gone out and seen uh, the Titleist tour trucks, saw how that operated, saw those conversations. Uh, and then two years ago, I came over to Fujikura and um, I went out for my first tour experience as a, as a Fujikura employee associate went out and it's such a different uh, strategy mentality. Uh, I almost kind of refer to it as the wild, wild west a little bit because we, there's no, there's no sponsorships out, out there from, from a Fujikura standpoint. So we don't sponsor players. Um, we don't feel not that it's not necessary, but we feel like our performance kind of speaks for itself. You know, there are certain players out there. There's a guy that's won 20 times using our products. He's been world number one several times. Um, and he, you know, he doesn't sway from that. Um, but there are, a, the, the cool thing is why I mentioned the wild, wild west is it is a little bit like, hey, there's Pat McCoy, pull him over here and, and, and let's talk, uh, talk about Ventus for a little bit. Or tell me about this Matori accent, you know, coming either from uh, a club OEM or a tour player, you know, Pat's been out there for, for 20 plus years. 
We've got Marshall who's been out on tour for 10 years. And we also have John Hovis who's been out there for 15 to 20 years as well. So we just really make sure that those guys are equipped with all of the knowledge from our testing um, and our validation processes uh, so that they can relay onto the player um, exactly what performance to look for. When you talk about the pros, uh, kind of dialing back to what we discussed, probably a little known secret is that now with their long irons, driving irons, however you want to term them, they're actually sneaking in the composite shafts that they're, while they may play a steel shaft in their irons, they still are now realizing the performance that's out there with the new technology and the flexibility that it provides. And that's been going on for, for a number of years. And I don't think people realize that, you know, they think that the, the tour players in some cases have kind of a box set for them. And, you know, they, they have one type of shaft that goes into it. And I, I know from previous experiences, that's just not the case. And we're starting to see more and more players, you know, kind of tap and pat on the shoulder and asking, hey, when, when, when are we going to try some more of those pro iron shafts? You know, when can I try that MCI? Um, and we've had, again, a number one player in the world, uh, very, very well known, has won a couple of majors in the last couple of years. Uh, he played our, our iron shaft in his, uh, his three iron for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and trusted it, you know, and, and he, he, he was very much a muscler on that thing. He could lean on it. So that's kind of always my, my take on this is graphite is, you know, not your grandpa's graphite anymore. You know, we're able to throw an unbelievable amount of stiffness in, into these products. And Marshall always talks about how uh, our pro iron shaft, our tour spec 115, actually CPMs in the handle 15 cycles stiffer than a dynamic old X100. So there's, but it doesn't feel like harsher boardy either though, because of how graphite can be manipulated um, and designed into a product to uh, maintain feel while still creating performance. It should be again, reiterated that you do do the work with the, with the champions tour. You do do the work with the LPGA. You get them into the studio there to hit with Enzo and because of that, you do make products that aren't designed for the PGA Tour, that are designed really for, for the average consumers out there. Yeah, and that's, you know, I was talking about our, our test database. We have now, I think we're over 80 players that, that routinely come in, or 80 golfers that routinely come in to test for us. And we're primarily focused on around 100 mile per hour club head speed mm-hmm. because that's our key demographic. So we'll focus on anywhere from 90 to 100, um, you know, like, we're creating some products right now that, that, that is our key demographic and that's who we want to, who we want to focus um, this product for. So why would we test for, you know, a swing speed like 110, 115 for a product that we want to, is really um, narrowed in on a, on a 90 to 100 mile per hour swing speed. Now I like to wrap the show up with a look back at your time with Fujikura, but maybe even before Fujikura, but if there's a shaft whose release or its reception just blew you away or maybe if there's a shaft that you just have a personal affinity for an affection for even if it's not in your bag now that it's like yeah that was such a great one yeah well let me i'll kind of dive into two um if you don't mind <laughs> sure <laughs> so uh i i played the Matori speeder tour spec that that red and white shaft for a very very long time in my driver um I, I played mature. I've kind of had a thing for mature now and I'm sitting here talking to you about it, but you know, I had back at Titleist, I, I had a 909 uh, D3 that had the original mature F1 uh, in it that I absolutely loved. 
I graduated from that to the Maturi Speeder VC uh, 6.2 Tour Spec X with that red and white paint job. Um, and now I, I played Ventus until we came out with the Maturi X. And again, like I said, it seems like I have a little bit of an affinity towards Maturi, uh, but now I'm playing the Maturi XF1 um, and I absolutely love it. You know, I'm, it's got the, the right amount of um, stiffness, but a, a right amount of load through the accelerated taper that there's just so much feel within that product that also is very, very stable um, because I get a little quick. So I'm a, a little bit harder, aggressive loader uh, on the golf shaft. So if I'm leaning on something, I need to make sure that it's, it's keeping up with me and kind of keeping me in check almost, if you will. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like a little backstory. And it's funny, I, I'd never really thought about it till now that I've played so many Matori models. No, and that's kind of the funny way that golf can be. And it also goes to show that as much as we've talked about the innovations and the great things that are Ventus for your game, the Motori X is the better fit for the, for the drive. I mean, it, that's the whole point is there is no best shaft. There's the best shaft for you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why like, I don't have Motori X in my three wood because the best shaft for my three wood is the Ventus blue. And you know, I'm, I'm over 110 mile per hour club head speed. And I use a seven S in that because we found the best results from a center face compact, uh, contact, uh, point of view, um, a distance, a transition, a speed point of view. And you would think like the natural progression is to go from a six X in your driver to a seven X in your fairway. That's not always the case. So just like I, like I reiterated earlier, when you talk to your club fitters and make sure you're going to get fit, when you talk to your club fitters, let them know kind of what your clubs, what you want those clubs to do, right? How you want them to perform because we only get 14 of them. You know, <laughs> we, we need to make sure we're maximizing the potential of each one of those clubs. Well, Austin, thanks so much for taking the time to join us here on the range. It's always fun sharing what I consider to be golf's greatest equipment secret. And that is <laughs> shaft technology. Thank you, Ralph. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure as always, and uh, I can't wait to get this office back open so we can get you back down here and uh, do some more chatting, hit some more, hit some more clubs, and uh, maybe we'll get you a little sneak peek on some proto stuff too. That would be fun. That would be fun. Thanks, Austin. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Have a good one. That was Austin Tudor, the product marketing manager with Fujikura, joining us here on the range, and I really mean it. Golf shaft technology is the secret sauce in getting your clubs to perform. You could take your current set, get fit just for new shafts, and I guarantee you would improve your performance dramatically. I've seen it, I've experienced it myself, and it is amazing. Now, before we go, recently news came out about changes and job losses at Golf Channel. It's a part of the network's move to NBC's headquarters in Connecticut, and I get that. However, part of the beauty of the channel was its location in what I would term as the heart of golf country. The people who work there live golf 24-7, 365 days a year. And in Orlando, you can do just that. Obviously, that will not be the same in the Northeast. I want to express my heartfelt thanks to the entire Central Florida operation, which has done a great job over the years. I was fortunate enough to work with them, and they are true professionals and fans of the sport we love. If you want to know more about golf equipment, subscribe to us on YouTube at The Golf Spotlight. For the latest on the range podcast, follow us on Instagram, that's right, at The Golf Spotlight. We welcome your comments there as well. You've listened this far, so subscribe to The Range on iTunes or follow us on Spotify. 
We have new shows dropping every Wednesday. We hope you're able to get out and play as the summer is now underway. And we'll see you here next time on The Range. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.